0: Welcome to Painting Wellness. I'm Dr. Emerald. Alongside me here is
1: Greg Garcia. <laughs> uh. and, and today, well, today we're going to talk about um,
0: pain. We're going to talk about pain, pain with the body, um, and around how like one of the things I hear a lot of is why does like I didn't know this was here. I didn't know that this was hurting right now until you. Pushed on it. That's right. And like you were definitely pushing on it way harder, mm-hmm. and that's why it hurts way more. I've experienced this. Yeah. Yes. And I'm just a big meanie, which may be true. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so, Kat, why don't you give me maybe your experience <coughs> or, or your question? Because you were asking me about this, and then we were like, stop.
1: Let's not talk about this.
0: Let's. We're not talking about this yet. Yet. Until now.
1: Yes. Um. So. Um. You know, you're my. You're my. Chiropractor. Right. Right. Oh, right. yeah. yes, <laughs> yes my um, chiropractor so and so one of the things that I found is um, we actually met after my pretty severe car accident and I didn't realize how much things hurt until you start pushing on them and I always wonder about that because I'm like well how did I not know that that hurt like And that's where I'm like, well, you're just pushing hard. Like, of course it's going to hurt. It hurts, like, you know, like, it hurts if I do this. And it's like, stop doing that. Mm -hmm. But that's, I mean, all fun games until you're actually like, oh, no, that hurts. I feel like that's so much pain, right? Um, And I just don't, I don't quite understand, like, first of all, how do you know the spots that hurt? Because, like, it's like magic. Like, you're like, oh, does it hurt here? Oh, yes, it does. And... How do, I mean, how do us people, I mean, from a chiropractic standpoint, mm-hmm. how do we not know? Because it's our body. We should know, right? Like,
0: Yeah. So, those are those are a lot of questions. They're all great. And okay. you're going to have to remind me because okay. I was trying my best to to listen. But I was also trying to think, think of, uh, yeah, of yeah. how I was going to respond to these. Things. Oh, man. Let's get this up here.
1: Okay. Um. So, <laughs> uh,
0: so, let's start. Maybe we'll work our way backwards. So, how... I think it's backwards at this point. How how did we not know that something was hurting
1: mm-hmm. when it
0: was? Cuz it's our body and, and shouldn't we be able to realize that like something is going on
1: mm-hmm.
0: if if it's there? Yeah. Ideally, yeah. That would that would be great. That would be really good. Yeah. I would love that. Um unfortunately, or maybe just the way that we tend to live our lives now, it's very fast-paced. We have a lot of things constantly in our the front of our minds um, and some things get pushed off to the side and they're more periphery and then they get pushed way back. And I would say as a generality, we tend to push how our body is feeling to the back. Unless if it is affecting something that we really love and then it becomes an issue and we, we really want to mm-hmm. address it. Um, and so I, I always, there was a quote, I have no idea who said it. I love it though. It says that our body is always talking to us. It's just a matter of before listening. Mm. The other piece is that our body tends to whisper to us until it needs to scream.
1: Yeah, I think my body's mute. that's another mute.
0: One. Your body, maybe, or you just got to like... Or I'm really hard to, of hearing. Maybe. Perhaps. I mean, sometimes I feel that way too with my body. Yeah. Uh, I just told you a couple of minutes ago that I know that I'm stressed when I start to eat a lot of sweets. And that's like a, a key in for me of my body talking to me of saying like, hey, we're like pushing... Into overdrive here for maybe a little bit too long.
1: I shop for shoes.
0: You shop for shoes. Hey, so so this is a way that your body is somewhat talking to you, mm-hmm. and you're it's saying yeah. like, hey, these are the patterns that we're going through, and it's just a matter of, are we queuing into that, or mm-hmm. are we just saying, oh, no, 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 it's, I just like to shop, mm-hmm. uh, as as opposed to if this is a pattern of ways that, um, our body is just saying like, hey, yeah, there's mm-hmm. something going on. Yeah, for sure. So, I like to just practice in. Anytime I'm noticing there's a pattern that I'm doing, like one of them is another piece where I get emotionally stressed. I'll, I I love to eat pizza, so if I'm emotionally stressed and you see me <laughs> eating, like you're like, hey, isn't this like your fifth pizza today? And I'm like, yeah. oh
1: no, I'm probably <laughs> and that like, candy bar was yeah, stuff up. yeah, yeah. It's
0: like, maybe maybe <laughs> Doc, you should do a little check in. That's so, right, um, but. Just little things like that, or like when you're maybe working out or at the gym, do certain movements create some discomfort for you. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we like to push through that type of stuff, but over time our body is going to stop sending as many signals because we're not paying attention to it anyways, until it gets to a big area of like a big point where like we, it just hurts so much because Mm. it's tearing, excuse me, um, it's that candy bar, uh, (laughs) Um, and, and that's when we really like our body is like, we, we just can't keep going anymore because we're at a catastrophic level that we're breaking down because our body is really good at keeping us going and starting to cut away things in order to keep us at that, like waking up in the morning, getting to our jobs, doing all these things. So let's wrap that up. Cause I feel like I, I really gathered there for a second. Um, our body is always communicating to us. It's just a matter of if we are in touch to understand what it's trying to tell us it will tend to in, in my opinion only really start shouting when it's no longer able to continue keeping you going so if it's like i threw out my back and i was just picking up a pencil or i was picking up my kid right that back problem didn't just happen that's been there probably for months or even years it just got to a point where we hit a catastrophic level and things gave out
1: yeah because i always wonder like how you know um my poor husband hurt his back a couple years ago and i said what, what are you doing he's like i stood up and i'm like that doesn't make sense what do you mean you just mm-hmm. stood up and then you know of course you know we're self-deprecating humans and we're like ha 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 we're old yeah and, you know that's what happens
0: well and, and even on that old that old piece like i my my response to that is always like age really only matters in mm-hmm. three things wine cheese and good whiskey as far as the body goes like it's just a number yeah. and it's whatever we mentally want to associate yeah. with what what does that mean yeah. but what we do throughout the day we're making choices of either going towards health or going yeah. towards well it, like,
1: but but we wouldn't ever say oh yes it's because you probably have hurt your back and you've not been unattended, or you know you haven't taken care of it we mm-hmm. say oh i probably just slept wrong oh you know it's my age or yeah. oh you know i probably was sitting cross leg like this and I shouldn't have done that or so we never think gosh you know this is a problem that's probably been s- sitting here for a long time and I just haven't listened to my body and addressed it like I'm supposed to
0: yeah well and I mean that also goes back to like in our culture here in the U.S. are we really looking at underlying causes or are we more of a like quick fix band-aid and then move on type of a culture mm. I think we know like or at least that's an assumption, but. Um, I feel like we tend to just like, let's just oh, yeah. repair it. Let's patch it up. Uh, let's fill the pothole really fast and then we can just keep moving. Yeah. Um, but eventually like things, as I said before, deteriorate to a level that then the infrastructure is totally out of place that there's building code violations all over the place. So um, hopefully that like answers that, that one piece of that question. And then going back to like, why does it hurt? Why didn't I know it was hurting until you were pushing on it? Um, I, I think it's again, like, are we really listening to our body when it's communicating to us? Because like, let's say if you were having some neck pain or you didn't know that you were having neck pain until I was kind of checking things out there, you probably have noticed that, oh yeah, my neck gets really tired or it feels Mm -hmm. strained. But as soon as it's out of that period where you're you're kind of rubbing it and you've moved on to the next thing, you've forgotten about that. And it's not until you're in that moment that you're like, oh yeah, it does hurt, but we're just so trained at, at kind of just quickly moving past it that we don't add up the score of how our body is, is telling us that there's stuff going
1: on there. Yeah, I, I, And you know, when I, when I asked you that question, I was thinking about after my car accident, I remember you used to um, try to adjust my sternum mm. and it was just so incredibly painful, but I wouldn't, I never recognized that that hurt. Like I was never necessarily uncomfortable that I would notice um, or in pain, but the moment that you kind of adjusted my sternum or my ribs, it was just like, the pain was so incredible. And I felt better after you adjusted me, mm-hmm. but it was, I didn't even realize it. And so it's that kind of thing. It's like, how is it possible that this is so tender and it's so really kind of bad. And i walked around like nothing, mm-hmm. like, you know, like nothing happened. And, you know, cause I even remember that it took me, what, like 35 days after my accident to even come in and get help and, and try to figure that out. You know, I waited till like my fingers were numb. I do you remember that? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, Oh, yeah. welcome. <laughs> yeah, well you waited a long time. But doctors kept telling me that. I'm like so but it was like, Oh no, I'm good, I'm good. Like this mm-hmm. is, you know, maybe a little bit of whiplash. I didn't so it's very interesting to me that it couldn't be like even that severe. Yeah. And we just didn't just didn't realize at all.
0: Well, I mean, I think there's definitely too a hope of like, oh it'll just get better on its own. Mm-hmm. And and so there's there there is that like playing back and forth and I'll say like full disclosure. I do that too. At times, I'm like, "Oh, let's just wait and we'll see if it, if things get better on its own." Um, ideally, what I recommend, and, and I too try to do my best myself, is like, "What are things that I can do to support my body, even if I am kind of in a waiting pattern?" So, is that like even just breathing, stretching, getting into a chiropractor, mental health, whatever it might be, to help assist the body in that repair? Because our body is great at, at repairing ourselves. That's what it's designed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but if if things get to a point where they continue, it's like we've, we've pushed that, that, um, like, shoot, what are the the domino piece? And then it just continues to grow and grow. That's where my big concerns are because what used to be a very contained thing now is starting to spread throughout the rest mm. of the system. So whiplash from a car accident, 30 days later, the nerve has been irritated for and so long is. that now you're having numbness in your hands.
1: Yeah.
0: That becomes a much like a, a new degree of, of severity than it was if it was addressed earlier on, even when you weren't necessarily having as many things going on yeah. or it wasn't as painful. Um, but also, I mean, like, we're just trying to figure out, like, how how is your body responding to? And I think that's another learning piece where we talked with your sternum specifically. It was like, yeah, this is less than comfortable right now, but think of, like, the force and, and mm-hmm. also what how important is this area for your body. So you know, you have your lungs, your heart, just to name two major organs. Yeah. If there's something going on there, yeah, your body wants to let you know that there's there's some serious stuff going on. But if we've never really taken time to explore that area, you know, it's like it's a new experience. We may have a hard time trying to describe what that is too. Yeah.
1: And and note note, don't wait thirty five days after a car accident. Always get checked. Totally, yeah. Because I mean you know, we think, like, I, I got a lot of education um, from you um, when that happened. Like, you know, even if it's going, like, I don't know what you said, some some miles an hour that I was like, what? No way. Just that little bit. You're like, yeah. And so, you know, public service announcement, don't wait 35 days to go after a fender bender or any kind I mean, of car accident.
0: Yeah, I think around, like, three miles an hour. Or we'll just say, like, five miles an hour, like, yeah. you can have whiplash, which is like wild watch a slow motion video of, of like even just a slow impact because physics there's there's a lot of momentum and weight mm-hmm. in that which which does that but anyways yeah specifically like with w- the the piece of not waiting it only takes about like 28 days for scar tissue to form sometimes even less mm-hmm. so if we can get in there before and again this is like being proactive in health then we don't have to try to take get rid of the scar mm-hmm. tissue it's just we're helping that that change and that adaptation before we have to then go back in and and do a lot of deeper work too.
1: And I remember a couple of, a couple of months ago, we talked in in one of the podcasts about, I I think it was actually our first, uh, our first um, podcast about how we don't make time to take care of ourselves because of this and because of that. And in that particular case, I remember even going to my primary care doctor like, why did you wait so long? You even told me, why did you? And I kept hearing, I'm like, could you just stop? Like, why do you keep asking me this? And it's the idea of like, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. It's just whiplash. Nothing's. Everything's okay. I'm busy. I run a business. I don't have time. I. And so, um, knowing I didn't know about the twenty-eight days and all the scar tissue and all that stuff and how what a difference it could have maybe made if I had come earlier. So, um, it's just so interesting to me. And it, again, I didn't realize that there was so much pain, or so much damage. Or mm-hmm. so
0: yeah. I, and and that's always the balance. Especially, I mean, we all have busy lives. Not, I mean, to an extent, and it's how long can we keep pushing that edge before all of a sudden we're not able to do all those things that we would like. Um, and that's, that's the balance too where I I like to talk and understand with people like, where are you, like, what can you commit to to make this work out for all, all parties involved? Um, because I, I still want you to be able to run your business, spend time doing the things you love and with your family. I'm also thinking about, well, if we don't do anything, my, like, just from my experience, it's going to get to a point where you may not be able to do any of that anyways mm-hmm. because you're in so much pain. You were, you were having, like, really bad headaches, too, mm-hmm. right? Like, and that was like,
1: – yeah. you were like,
0: I, I can't do yeah. anything. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What is your um, thought on, like – and I don't know if, like, this is out of scope or not, but, like, people taking ibuprofen for body pains that they don't – maybe – I feel like sometimes people are like, "No, I don't want to be adjusted. That scares me, or whatever, whatever." Um, but but I, you know, it's just muscular, so I'm not going to go to my regular doctor. So they're like, pounding back the ibuprofen and the, you know, Tylenol and things like that um, to sort of mask, the pain. Mm-hmm. Like, what is your thought on that? Is that like, you know?
0: so I mean, uh, medications are, are certainly out of my scope. So I can't can't like you're going to have to talk to your primary care on like what you shouldn't shouldn't take. Um, but what I can say is, like, the way that those, like, an ibuprofen anti-inflammatory works is, you know, part of what it's doing is it's blocking the the signals from your brain to those areas. Mm. Um, and I mean, inflammation is an important response to healing, and it's a way that our body is able to cushion things. So, like, it supports the joint mm-hmm. or that area. It's also bringing new blood and nutrients into those areas. So when we start to change our body's way of managing something like that, it's not able to do what it's designed to do. So are you saying deal.
1: that it doesn't take the inflammation away, it just takes the receptors, it numbs the receptors? Uh,
0: I mean, it's changing the reaction within how the body responds oh, I see. to that. Okay. And so, you know, it's not like it just like, you know, shuts the door necessarily. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, you can't come in here type yeah. of a deal. It just is the body isn't going to respond to the injury in the same way. And that's a really important piece for the body to heal. And um, I mean, they're even... So similarly, what people might do is like, oh, I'll just ice
1: mm.
0: something, right? Yeah. Well, that's been like a long like back and forth of if ice is even a good thing. And it's kind of like now swinging back towards, well, if we ice, we're not allowing the body to do the repair that it needs, which is similar to ibuprofen. My other, my other concern around if... I think there's there's certainly a time and place for medication. But what I always like to tell people is just remember that you're taking these things. And so if you can't feel something, it doesn't mean that it's not there or it's not hurting. Yeah. And so that's always my piece. My it can piece. always make
1: it worse because you might overextend or might do whatever, whatever. Yeah, right?
0: and so that's that's generally my piece. Is I'm, I tell people, like, talk with your doctor, whatever you feel comfortable with, right? It's your body. But I always want to just let you know that, like, just because you're not feeling it it could certainly be um something that we may not um remember in the moment that is a problem right because our body's response to when there's an injury or there's something going on is pain and pain generally limits someone from doing the thing that would make it worse if that makes sense yeah so if we're so if it hurts to say like Lift our arm to grab something because we have a, a bad shoulder. Mm-hmm. That's also like helping to stabilize that area of the pain, is because mm. we're not like overextending. So, you're that.
1: saying that we shouldn't like climb and just keep trying to lift with our like <laughs> just, Rex arm?
0: Just well, you know, some people can. Uh, <laughs> don't you tell a T Rex that. <laughs> so, you know, um,
1: um, <laughs> he's like, Oh, I can't extend, so I'm just gonna climb. <laughs> Listen, I'm a mom, so I'll, I'll make shots that up. Like, I just... You just m- keep going. I just... I have no time, so I'm going to use my little t Rex arms, you know?
0: Yeah. I Well, I think
1: I've... <laughs> I told you that I one
0: time, and I will never forget it, and I always tell the story because I love it, is someone, they could not lift their arm, they couldn't do anything with their left arm, and I asked him, are you concerned about that? And he said, no, my right arm's great, and I'm right-handed, and I was
1: just like... <laughs> You see, Great. I'm telling you, the kind of stuff we make up, it's its incredible. And, you know, one of the things that you did say that I really love, and you've said it to me several times, um, and I've heard you tell other people, is it's not a problem until it becomes a problem in doing something you love. And, you know, I, many times I tell my patients that. Like, you know, it's, it's not a problem until it stops your functionality. Mm-hmm. You know, or, you know, we measure progress on how are you functioning within mental health? Mm -hmm. And so I think that applies to a lot. And I always like when you say that because it's so true. Like we keep doing stuff until it's like, you know, it really bothers us because we can't do something we want to do. If it stops us from doing other stuff, yeah, you know, I'll climb a little step and use my T-Rex arms. But if maybe I can't do something that I really enjoy, then it's a problem.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I, guess like part like a large part of me wishes that there was like we were motivated to just do things because it was mm-hmm. great for us but I mean there usually is a, an underlying reason why we want to make those changes yeah uh and that that's a big one it's like I mean a lot of times it is like oh I can't do this with my kids anymore or I can't maybe I can't golf I don't know what whatever it might be like the things that we really love that's when I see people are most motivated and um so you know take that those opportunities too of saying like all right well let's let's make a plan let's discuss like what is the real reason that you're or what is the thing that you really want to be doing more of in order to to experience it and that's why you're here um so i i think there was some other questions in there that we can i just like
1: no i think those were like the main ones it's like how do we not know that that's happening why does it hurt Mm -hmm. you know when you push And, Mm -hmm. and we don't know and um you know and the you know why is is it that our bodies respond that way? And yeah. so you did a good job gathering and putting all that information. So today, I'm gonna be doing the Ooh. hunting. I know you kind of started hunting. I'm like, what's he doing? I know. I know. you're I'm the sorry. gatherer today. So okay, so I'm gonna uh, kind of synthesize. Let's yeah. see. Let's see how I all do because right. this is my first time hunting.
0: You're gonna do great.
1: Yeah, I'm the gatherer, but we'll 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 figure it out. So okay, so our bodies do give us um, signs. They either speak softly or give us messages and we need to listen we need Mm -hmm. to pay attention to what our bodies are saying before it gets to the point where our body's literally screaming at us um and we need to make sure that we're cautious with um adjusting how we do things or medications and things like that because that might just be like temporarily numbing the problem if we don't go see our doctor and take care of whatever and let the body heal
0: yeah, I, I would – I want to be – maybe I'm, I'm being overly cautious around just because uh, I want to make sure that I'm I'm in scope. But, like, talk with if, – if it's medication stuff, always talk yeah. to your doctor, your, your primary but care. But don't pretend MD. that
1: the medication, like ibuprofen, is going to just heal it.
0: Correct. Yeah, Correct. you want to make
1: sure you go to the doctor and you get that taken care of and yeah. looked at so you can actually heal. Mm-hmm. Um, if something's hurting, don't wait a long period of time. Make sure you go see your provider right away because – earlier assessment and treatment is better. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's it.
0: I think those are the big and, ones. And, and
1: don't get angry at your chiropractor when they poke, because that's their job.
0: Uh, yeah, and... <laughs> some... Yeah, I, I mean, I think... Uh, there can be areas that you don't realize that are very sensitive, because we have just not been focusing on that area. It's kind of like, I... It's like if you're, you're suddenly looking for slug bugs because you're playing the, the slug bug game, you're going to see them all over the place. Um, but if you're kind of oblivious to it, you may not even notice mm-hmm. that they're around still. Yeah. So it's very similar. Like you're all of a sudden paying attention to that area. You're like, oh, yeah, it is like really bothering Ted, me real, all whatever. the time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, get in touch with your body. It has a lot to tell you. Mm-hmm. And the more that you're communicating, I feel like people are more empowered with their health too when they're more connected with their body because they feel like they can make these decisions that are best for them. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well well,
1: thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time. See you next time. Ready?
0: That was good. That was Instinct. good. Instinct. Alright. Well done to me. P- <laughs> <laughs>